Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today, I'm here with Rachel Blank, the founder and CEO at Alara. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited for us to, to get rolling. I, I was talking to you a little bit before we started recording. We like to keep these short and sweet, so we will uh, for our audience, but wanted to kind of talk more about your background quickly. So if you give us the quick intro and then if you could tie that in as you're talking about yourself to the why, how, what of uh, Alara, that'll be much appreciated. Sure. Um, so I'm Rachel Blank. I'm the founder and CEO of Alara. Um, Alara is a specialty care platform in the women's health space. So we build a collaborative care platform to treat women with chronic reproductive conditions. Um, we're starting with a care program for women with polycystic ovary syndrome or PCOS, um, which affects about one in 10 women in the U.S. Um, Alara actually was built a lot out of my own personal experience. I was diagnosed with PCOS about 10 years ago and really had never felt like I got the care that I needed. I felt like I was constantly running down different doctors, doing my own research. Um, all of the care felt very fragmented. Um, and it also felt like I was kind of starting over every time I saw a new provider. So every time I moved and saw a new gynecologist, I was, you know, all from the beginning explaining myself, trying to almost prove that I have this condition. Um, and it just got to a point where it was really frustrating that I couldn't get all of the care that I needed in one place. Um, and so Lara really was built out of that personal frustration and out of seeing that, you know, we really needed a place um, for if you were struggling with a chronic condition, it really you needed a place where you could have ongoing care and also care across different modalities. So not just GYN care, but also care on the nutrition and lifestyle side. Um, care on the mental health side, really bringing everything together in one place. Um, professionally, I had been in digital health for a few years um, as an early employee at a different digital health company, and so was able to merge that personal and um, professional experience together. Um, and, you know, really what we are building with Alara, if you think about it, is really being that specialty care layer that doesn't really exist in women's health today. So in women's health today, if you have care needs that go beyond just that annual GYN visit, um, there isn't really a place for you to go. And that is kind of that resource that we are trying to build at Alara. Yeah, though, thank you for the, for the intro. Um, and I, I think the best companies kind of come from someone's personal experiences. So I'm sure that that helped. Uh, you didn't have to go in and absolutely, you know, obviously you had to do your research, but you, you were the research too, right? Like what you went through. So I always love when founders have stories that kind of tie back to why they started the company. Uh, and those are the companies that will, will succeed whenever it's just about just, oh, I, I heard about this idea and I learned and I'll go from there. Um, those companies I'll tend to do as well. So super interesting story uh, that you were able to provide. Um, what, what I want to talk a little bit about is so we've had a ton of women's health uh, companies come on the podcast, right? Anywhere from uh, Genev uh, in the menopause space to Pandia Health, uh, which is um, also kind of in that women's health bundle and Electra Health as of recently. So, you know, it, I feel like a lot of people lump a lot of different companies into the women's health category. Uh, talk a little bit about why that's wrong to do that. And then also, you know, I would put a, a Lara obviously in women's health, but how, how is Lara different than a lot of these other companies in the women's health uh, bundle? Yeah, that's a great question. 
Um, so taking a step back, women spend about $500 billion a year on healthcare expenses. Um, women also tend to be the decision maker in about 80% of healthcare decisions. So when we talk about women's health, I think a lot of times we just think pregnancy, um, either trying not to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant, or managing a healthy pregnancy, when in reality, women have so many needs um, that actually are different than men because of their reproductive systems, but aren't necessarily related to pregnancy. And so I think a lot of times there's this misconception of, well, it's just all of these pregnancy businesses and that's it. And really what, you know, what we're focusing on is how do we treat this kind of whole person um, care, but treat them in a way that is reflective of the fact that they have different biological needs. Um, so again, a perfect example is um, uh, as we think about like our, our platform, that is treating what we call special to care in the women's health space. So we're treating conditions that only affect women, treat, uh, conditions like polycystic ovary syndrome, which again are related to a female's reproductive system, but don't just affect your ability to reproduce. Um, comorbidities that we see with PCOS include prediabetes, diabetes, high cholesterol, obesity, um, infertility, mental health disorder. So it really is impacting your entire life and your entire set of healthcare outcomes, but is not even that related to, to pregnancy. And I think when all we think about is, well, women's health is related to pregnancy or conception, um, we missed so much of what makes women's health care different and what actually we need to start thinking about as we think about healthier outcomes for women. Um, you know, a perfect example that people give a lot is um, heart attacks actually present differently in men and in women. And if you're a woman who goes into the ER with a heart attack, you're actually more likely to die. And you're even more likely to die if you have a male doctor over a female doctor. And again, it's kind of getting rid of these nuances and not having the nuances of care um, where we really have subpar healthcare outcomes for women. Yeah, thank you for, for the breakdown. And um, it's that I always found that stat interesting about the 80% of women make that, by the way, make the household decisions. But then I thought back like in my, not, not like, I just, you would never think it's like that much. And then I thought back, I'm like, I don't ever remember my father ever making a healthcare decision for me growing up. And um, it, it's, uh, it, it's definitely interesting though, that it's like that much of a, so it makes sense, right. To continue providing lots of different care options uh, for women and, and also ultra focus, like you were talking about too, um, because it's not just that you have to look out for yourself. There's usually children involved. There's a spouse, right? So now it's um, that, that's right. a lot of burden. If, uh, if you have to keep bouncing around to all these different healthcare options and not, and you know, worry about yourself. You have to worry about yourself. Um, I'm trying not to say anything. Cause like, I'm not trying to say like, I can't believe women make eight. Cause that is not what I'm trying to say yeah. here. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're, uh, that, that was interesting, uh, a breakdown kind of of the women's health space. Um, can, can you talk us through, cause like I said, we keep these short and sweet and the goal would be to have you on again soon. And we can kind of dive into some other issues and maybe we also have some of the other, uh, founders and like the women's health space come on and kind of talk about the different areas that you're all addressing. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we'll have like, uh, we could have like Alessandra from uh, Electra Health on and stuff like that and talk through some stuff. That'd be fun. Um, but in terms of, uh, can, you, can you just talk us through kind of what's next for, for Alara from here? Yeah, so something that's really on our roadmap for 2022 is expanding access to the program and thinking about 
um, you know, how do we get this program to the hands of as many women who need it as possible? And we're doing that in two big ways. One is just expanding state coverage. So we're live in 14 states right now. Um, our goal is to be live in all 50 by the end of 2022 and also expanding insurance coverage. So right now we are all, um, direct to consumer and we are all cash pay for our services, but we are working on going in network with insurers as quickly as possible so that more women can afford and benefit from the service. Um, you know, I think a lot of that case we have to make is just like we were talking about before. Um, unfortunately, we really have to make the case of why in a lot of cases, women's health care is important and why insurers should be spending on more than just healthy pregnancy outcomes. Um, and that's something that we're really trying to build awareness around next year. Yeah, it's, it's not fun, right? Where you also, you know, you have to get in network with these providers to continue that extra layer of uh, support for, for your patients. But it's never fun when you have to also make a case, right? For some of this, like you were right. saying about why they should be spending this on, you know, sending X on, on, on the service. Really interesting. Right. Uh, I, I was interested in what you were building from the first minute we spoke. Super exciting. Um, I can't remember. Was it, we, we had a, a similar, was it, was it Tina from? Um, yes. Yeah, Tina from Seven Star. Yeah, it's a mutual right? friend. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we have her on too. We talk about. Uh, we'll get a. We'll get a crew on. That'd be fun. Yeah, we can have the full life stages: um, PCOS, pregnancy, menopause. The full life. That stage would be cool, health. actually. Yeah, we'll just go yeah. down. Go down the line. Uh, I, I haven't used this for for multiple people yet, but I'm sure it'd be a, a ton of fun to have all the different uh, all the different screens going. Each person kind of gets their moment. That'd be fun. Um, we should yeah, set that up. Great. Let's do that in Q1 for sure. I'd love that. Awesome. Well, Rachel, uh, thank you so much for your time today. I'm excited to to spread the word about Alara with uh, with our listeners and uh, continue covering now the company now that we have this initial intro episode for you. And uh, can't wait to have you on again real real soon. So thanks so much. So, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me.